Matthew chapter 12. You may be seated. I want to talk to you briefly. Keep those sheets of paper still. The power of God is moving. If the Lord prompts you to add something, pick it up, quickly add something to it, and put it back. Matthew chapter 12, verse 29. Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then... He will spoil his house. Mark 3.27. Mark 3.27. Mark 3.27. No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he will first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his house. Luke eleven twenty one. Luke eleven twenty one. When a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh From him all his armor, wherein he trusted, and divideth his spoil. If there's any message that I want to share briefly with you for 10 minutes, we started praying on Friday, and then God led us. What a time we had. On a birthday celebration like this, Pastor, you should make it special. Tell us what God is saying. Let me say this right off the top of my head. When you overcome the strong, when you overcome the strong man over your father's house, your destiny will explode. Secondly, when you overcome the strong man over your life, your star begins to shine. The spiritual realm is very real and has a direct impact on what happens. In fact, nothing happens on earth without first happening in the spirit realm. Every problem, every challenge, Everything that is going on in the earth today, first of all, happened in the spirit realm. The spirit realm is more real than your skin and bones. The fact that you don't see it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Many of us are ignorant on how to engage and interact and relate to the spirit realm. There are angels. There is a God. Huh? I said there is a God, the God of heaven. I said there is a God in heaven. If you don't believe now, you will believe later. But may it not be too late. 
There are devils, there are good forces, there are bad forces. This is all I want to say to you. Every child of God has a strong man assigned from the pit of hell against them. If you understand what I'm saying, you will enjoy victory cheaply from now on. Don't deal with the symptoms. Deal with the strong man. There is a strong man in charge of every family. There is a strong man in charge of every city. There is a strong man in charge of problems that people suffer. There is a strong man in charge of addictions and bondages and misfortunes and tragedies and strange happenings that defy explanation. You and I have experienced certain things that have shaken us and made us wonder if God is still alive and well. I'm going to keep it real now. Your neighbor may not relate to what I'm saying, but you know that God, that what I'm saying is real. You've suffered some things that you can't explain how it started. And it's not because you're sinning. You're living for God. But these things happen. And some of them have assumed a pattern. In every family, in every life, there are three things. Cycles, patterns, and strong men. Cycles, patterns, and strong men. The fact that you don't have it means there is somebody responsible for it. Because our God is a good God. He's given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. This is the answer to the strange things that are happening in the news today. Children killing parents, parents killing children, husbands killing wives, wives killing husbands, people doing wicked things and saying that they didn't know what happened to them. Truly, they didn't know what happened to them. They were under an influence, a strong man. When you, are, when you locate the strong man sitting over your own misfortune, and you deal with him squarely, he's uprooted, then you begin to enjoy breakthroughs on a daily basis. Cheaply. We started a church, this church, 10 years ago. About the seventh month or sixth month, we were frustrated because we didn't have a permanent place. We're using um, different places that uh, the hotel was providing for us. We bound, we lose, we did everything. Didn't work. One day, uh, it must have been a Tuesday 
night slash early Wednesday morning. Minding my business. And this tall, huge black man appeared in my dream and said to me that he was the strong man in charge of College Park, Georgia. And that nothing and no one could succeed in that city because he was in charge. He said, your church will not succeed here. He said, you've come to disturb me in my territory. And this is what I heard myself say to him. I said, I take your power from you today in the name of Jesus. And I grabbed something from his hands and I woke up with my fist clenched. That day, we got the key to the place where our church stayed for seven years. If you want to clap, clap for Jesus. The Lord opened my eyes. Ah, I said, wow. So the kingdom of darkness is very organized like an army. They don't joke. And they are in order. And then God began to teach me. There is a strong man over divorce. When you dislodge him, your marriage becomes heaven on earth. There is a strong man over poverty. When you dislodge him, money will be flying to you from every corner. There is a strong man over cheating and exploitation. There is a strong man over sickness and disease that wouldn't go away. There is a strong man over pain. This lady, 20 years in pain. And I said, I come against you strong man that has denied this woman the healing that Jesus paid for on the cross of Calvary. There is a strong man over lying. I mean, you're talking chronic liars. There is a strong man over sexual problems. Years ago, they sent me a young boy who was 12 years old. Another pastor sent him to me. I said, why did you send him to me, pastor? He said, this boy every night wants to rape his mother. They go to church, born again, 12 years old. The mother has to wear jeans short for her nightgown and lock the door and double bolt it. Don't dare be dressing up in your closet. And that boy shows up. 12 years old. There is a strong man that steals opportunities. Just when you're on the verge of something good happens to you to happen in your life. Boom! Something will strike it off. That used to happen to me. His name is the spirit of futility. No matter how much you labor, pray fast, just when you're on the verge of touching it, something will happen to be knocked off your hands.
There is a strong man over rejection. That is a strong man that denies people jobs and good jobs and favor and exam success. He does not go out by crying. He goes out by fasting and prayer like mad. And he goes out by your getting fed up and saying, God, show me what I need to do. I need to be free. Today, I see somebody getting absolutely free. In the name of Jesus. If you receive it, say stronger, amen. Amen. When I under, and that's all I want to say to you on this wonderful day. Locate this. How do I know, Pastor? I don't know. What is it you've struggled with, prayed, fasted, bound, loosed, that has refused to go? It is called a stubborn problem. There is a stubborn, strong man in charge of it. My own was so bad that if I told you I was traveling tomorrow to London, England, something will happen and I won't go. I became suspicious of everybody around me. Even trees around me, I couldn't speak because I didn't know if the tree would hear me and hinder me. It was that bad. No, if I told you I was going, coming to see you tomorrow, something will happen, I won't be able to go. Don't talk of anybody promising me anything. Even if you promise me tomorrow, pastor, come and take the garbage from my house. Something will happen. By the time I get there, you will tell me that those who came to collect the garbage have taken it and gone. 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 There are people like that. Struggling, working like an elephant, eating like an ant. Devil is a liar. That curse, I break it off of your life now. In the name of Jesus. So tomorrow, and next tomorrow, we we started on Friday. You can get the CD. We're dealing with these things. Pastor, why are we dealing with them? Because your father did not take care of them. Your mother did not take care of them. And here you are struggling. Everybody wants to be like Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen's father, John Osteen, was a pastor. He took care of all these evils. Some of us are first generation Christians. John Hagee is a fifth generation pastor. And you want to be like John Hagee? Well, get ready now. When I see people of color, uh, you know, trying to just, just, just pretend and deny God, I pity them. Can I keep it real? Yes. You, if you're black, if you are poor, black or white, if you're black, if you are poor, black or white, if you're sick, black or white, if you're uh, a nobody, black or white, there is a strong man. That you need to deal with. There's a strong man over diabetes. High blood pressure. Low blood pressure. 
sugar intolerance, high, uh, whatever. If you get rid of the, this, write this down. When you uproot the tree, you don't need to worry about the roots and the fruit. Some of you here are struggling and you're wondering what's wrong with my life. How come it's not working? Here is your opportunity. Drop whatever you're doing tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Go home and list them. You better be free so that your children will be free and your children's children will be free and they will look back and thank God for you. what horrible things our fathers and mothers did in looking for help, in looking for money, in looking for business, in looking for opportunities, in looking for ways to better their lives. Uh Uh-huh. Who knows what our mothers and fathers did to get husbands and wives? Because the issue of scarcity of husband didn't start today. You're not talking to me now. Don't even talk of the things we did. You did. I did. Before we got saved. There, huh? Should I go there? Oh, but pastor, all things are passed away. All things have become new. If any man be in Christ Jesus, Correct. How come you're still fighting when all things are passed away, all things have become new? You see, having money problems. Should I go there? You're now noticing that you're becoming like your mother. Huh? You're fighting the same devils your mother fought. In fact, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you're beginning to look like your mother. And you hate it. But it's real. You're beginning to look like your father. The other day I I noticed I was beginning to look like my uncle. I said, devil, you're a liar. I look like Jesus. Don't mess with me now. You're beginning to look like your former boyfriend now. That one that used you, lied to you and... Stole your money, took your car, and destroyed your credit, and left town. And then you found out that his name wasn't Tom. His name was John, for real. You're beginning to look like your father-in-law who fought you before he gave his daughter. In fact, you took his daughter by force from him. Who knows the strong men that Christians are fighting? All things are passed away now. But the devil is legalistic. He's a devil of documents. And he's petitioning and accusing and speaking and saying, yeah, they're born again. All things have become new. But look at the evidence I have against them. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the fire of the Holy Ghost. Thank God for his presence. Thank God for his glory. Thank God that there is a way out of this mess. 
But it will require for you to use your hands to pick it up and receive it. There is a spirit of homelessness. It attacked me. There's a spirit of delay at marking time. No matter what you do, you don't advance in life. No matter what you do, until you overcome that strong man. Doesn't require crying. It requires strong prayer. And saying, no, you must fall. You giant that has come this far. I don't care what your argument is. I don't care what power you have over me. But I have a greater power. For the greater one is on this side of me. Than he that is in the world. You must give way. You must die. You must dry up. I must move forward. I must shine. I must excel. I'm not called to be a nobody. I'm not called to struggle. I'm not called to be like this. I can be better. I can be bigger. I can go higher. I am called to shine. I will arise and shine. For my light has come. For the glory of the Lord is risen upon me. I'm not called to be poor. I'm not called to be broke. I'm not called to be homeless. My children will not bear. My children will not suffer what I've suffered. They will be greater. They will do better. They are going to better schools. They will have a better life. Because the Lord God of heaven liveth. It requires for somebody to say, enough is enough. And notice now, when this word is going out, there is so much movement in this church. Instead of people sitting down to hear the word of the Lord. Because the devil doesn't want them to be free. This is why, let me close, people rise in life and fall just at the peak of their lives. There was a guy we used to enjoy his music when we were worshiping the devil. His name was Marvin Gaye. You never knew him. When he had his major comeback, he was owing the Irish money. He ran to Europe. A Nigerian man met him and said, how much are you owing the Irish? He told him. He gave it all that money, cash. He paid off IRS. Marvin Gaye sang sexual healing. Came back. The power of his father's house said, you may have paid off IRS but you're still going to suffer. His own father that gave birth to him in an argument took a gun and shot his son, killed him. Just at the peak of his destiny. Another one we used to enjoy, Teddy Pendergrass. Well, it looks like there are many born again people here today. <laughs> at the peak of his life, Crippled. The Kennedy family at the peak, boom, something will happen. They disappear. Look at the Bush family. In one generation, father, president, son, President, son, governor, from one womb, 
Meanwhile, on the contrary, there are people, father in jail, mother in jail, grandmother in jail, all descendants in jail. This is all I want you to understand. That when I began to deal with the strong man over my father's house and over my life, these two ladies, one, both of them are from towns next to mine, one to the right, one to the north, one to the east, one to the north. You haven't seen powers of darkness till you come to my side of the world, especially from their both places. Me, my town is full of angels compared to their hometowns. I'm just messing with them, just messing. Me, where they come from, we don't pass that place. We don't pass through there in the night. I'm just. There is no respect of persons with bad things. You see how they are walking up and down, walking up and down. You see why they need this word? You see? The next thing now, they'll go to the restroom and stay there for one hour. <laughs> and tell me they are passing out stuff. How will you not pass stuff? <laughs> Praise the Lord. They tell me, well, Pastor, it's your birthday. It's the cake we had last night. We're making room for the cake for today. That's how they've been going up and down. Even the children, boys and girls, everybody going up and down. It's left for you to make up your mind that you know what? Whatever, whoever he is, that giant... That Goliath that has said that my family, my that look, you haven't seen suffering. Are you listening to me? That's all I have for you. I could go on, but I want to just drop it like this with you. I'm the first in my clan, not my father's house, my clan to go to university. The first to buy two, three, four, five cars. The first to go to America. First to first, first to first, this, first that. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. But somebody took charge and broke that curse. The highest, the most educated person in my family before me went to primary school. That was all. At a point, I was a letter writer for everybody that could find me. You write, it's okay, read what you wrote. You read it. Those old people, very smart. You ask you to repeat what you wrote three times. If you miss one word, he said, no, no. <laughs> you see people, people have asked me, Pastor, what is it that when people are at their peak, Something strange happens to them. There was a, a Ghanaian doctor. This doctor was so prosperous. He even had a private jet. He had a private jet here in the USA. Private jet. A doctor from Africa. At the 
peak of his career. Boom. Plane crash. Gone. I see many people. They're doing very well. They're shining. Everything is going well. I say, sister, brother, watch out. When things are going well, pray hard. When things are not going well, pray hard. Show me a life that is full of struggles. I will show you a strong man standing somewhere in the back, laughing and smiling. I've seen it. You've heard it here. Sometimes under the anointing, a devil will speak out of a person's voice. There's a lady in London, England, an attorney praying for her. Suddenly a man spoke through her. She belongs to me. She was given to me when she was young by her mother. She thinks she's pretty. We will destroy her life. And you can't remove me. I said, in London, this is not the village. Devil, don't you know that this is London, that the queen is in this town? (laughs) I hate you, preacher. I said, I hate you too. She said, I will kill her and I will kill you. I said, come out of her in the name of Jesus. I'm not going. Something. Okay, just get mad. Stared in my head. I said, you will lose her. He said, when she was sick as a child, her mother brought her to a prayer house where we gave them a handkerchief. And we gave her a tiny uh, bangle to put on the little baby's wrist. And that was a bangle of engagement to the devil. Now she's in London. Couldn't pay rent. Couldn't pay bills. Cried herself to bed. Cried herself awake. Husband left her. Beautiful lady. Stranded. In the queen's own country. And I've seen it around the world. Same thing. Let me close. Once you know, does anybody have a stubborn problem? Just in case, just to be sure that I'm not talking to myself. I mean, you, you know that, man, this thing, if this thing can move, my life will move forward. Anybody? Well, this is your chance. This is your time. When you move him, things move. Amen. Have you ever been cheated? Oh, yes. Uh-huh, I see many hands. Have you ever helped people and they turned against you? Oh, I see more hands. Have you ever helped people and they swore and then you never saw them again? Oh, wow, praise the Lord. I'm in the right place. Have you ever wondered why you have certain dreams where you are attacked and beaten, pursued, sexed, molested, beaten, stabbed? Oh, I didn't know you would even raise your hand on that one. What do you think? Okay, have you, now since you're real, let me be real. Have you ever seen a a particular man you always seen in your dreams for a long time? Or a woman? 
Ah, okay, a few hands. Huh? You, you, you used to. Who was it you were seeing? He was always coming. He. It was a he. How tall? Big man. Big. Anybody else? You. Tall big man. Yes. Tall big man. Yeah. Tall big man. Okay. Any tall big woman? Okay. Yes. Tall big. Big lady. Always sitting on your stuff. Big fat lady sitting on a chair. Now, to show you that pastors are not exempt, there was a pastor. Holy <laughs> Ghost, Holy Ghost, please let me close. Pastor David E.J., he's been here. You know him. Some of you know. He's a psychiatrist, well paid. Schoolmate of mine. His wife will be 50 in November. He's over 50 already. He came to preach for us in 2009. You remember? And for some two, one or two or three years, he wasn't himself. He knew that something was wrong with him, but he didn't know what it was or how to get free. And he would have a dream where he would see a man sitting on a high pile of clothing, garments, shoes, shirts, ties, suits. And this man would sit on this pile and tell him, all of these belong to you, but I won't give them to you. And he would wake up. This is a psychiatrist now. If he has x-ray, he could have used a shot or a medication to medicate it. I didn't know. He came to our church to preach. And I said to him, I said, Pastor, you remember? Uh On a Friday, I said, I'm seeing something. He said, what? I said, I'm seeing a, a pile of clothing. He said, tell me more. I said, it's it's colorful, beautiful robes and garments and beautiful stuff. I said, but they're telling me that they belong to you. He said, tell me more, tell me more. I said, but why are you not having them? And then I saw this strong man sitting there and said, I will make sure that this man never amounts to anything, no matter how hard he works as a psychiatrist. I don't remember, you people remember the details because sometimes I'm not there, but I'm there. God set him free. And I said, Father, please let him, let the strong man be thrown off. Let him break his neck. And Father, I command all his stuff to be restored to him. And the power of God hit a pastor who is an American psychiatrist. And he fell out on the floor. 
And he got up. He said, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. You remember? I have witnessed. I'm back. I'm back. Yes. Oh. And then he started crying, sobbing. His first child, his children are in college already. He's sobbing like a baby. Oh, I'm back. This is how I used to feel. Pastor Tuesday, thank you. I knew that if I came, you'd pray for me. I knew it. I knew it. In fact, I came to minister, but I was now minister. I'm free. I'm free. Glory be to God. He said, and he went back, he told people, he said, if you need to be free, go to Atlanta and look for Pastor Chuzio. Don't come to my church. Go to his church. Mm. Glory be to God. There was a young lady, I'll give you another example. I'm trying to close. Lord said, give you. She was, she had no, she was nothing. Cornered in a pit. No money, no husband, no car, no job, no papers. Nothing. Wake up and cry and doze off. Wake up and cry and doze off. She would wish that night time would never end. A day that the sun never rise. And she's crying, oh God, oh God. And then one day she said to the Lord, Lord, you mean I'm stranded in Atlanta? I've gone to everywhere. I've not gotten help. Is there nobody that you have raised that can help me? She's asking God. Is there nowhere I can get help in this town? Everywhere I go, they tell me that my problem is very bad. And the Lord said to her, go and look for my servant called Pastor Chuzi at Glory House. I have raised him for people like you. Eventually she came. Remember her? Remember? She came. Do you remember? Some of you? You remember? Uh -huh. I have witnesses. God set her free. Glory be to God. Mm. Many of you know our own patients here. Uh, she may be watching. If you're watching, good for you. She's in school. In uh, is it Georgia Tech or what do they call it? Georgia State. Here in Atlanta. Not far. It's not, this one didn't happen in South Africa. She's sitting in her hostel studying and she hears a voice that said to her, strip yourself naked and go into the streets. God forbid, won't do it. If God were to forbid, he would have forbidden, but it's the devil still spoke. <laughs> God forbid, but the devil still spoke. Why did... But, Pastor, is it that God can't fight all these things? No. He has given us power. That's why he doesn't step in till you call for reinforcement from heaven. And then... She called on the phone. Daddy, daddy, I said, yes. Uh, uh, I just had a, a somebody tell me to, to strip myself naked and go into the streets. And she began to cry. And I said to her, can you get to church? She said, I have no car. Isn't that God amazing? Ten years ago, that girl had no car. I have no car. I don't know how to get to church. 
This morning had no car. All of them had no car. Broke. Now, that's why they treasure what they have. Because they had it. They, they didn't have it. Now they have it. And they are still in God's house. Praise God. If you want to clap, clap for Jesus. I said, get to church. Her roommate, God has blessed that lady, given her a wonderful husband. I think she's had one or two babies. Agreed to bring her to my office. When she got to my office, I pulled out a chair in that small office. My office was so small that it had no window. So if the devil manifested, I had nowhere to jump out. I couldn't jump out. And I said to her, Pat, she said, Daddy. I said, sit down. She sat down. I said, I'm not going to pray. Let me see the devil that will come and make you mad here. This is 10 years, uh, nine years ago, or three. She's still. Then one day, I told Pat, I said, I want you to come and see me on a Tuesday. When she came, I said, I used to do deliverance every day, every Tuesday, every Thursday, from morning till night. I'll go home, my wife wouldn't recognize me. In the night, I would say, come out in Jesus' name. Devil, come out, come out. My wife would say, honey, wake up. Are you all right? Are you all right? Thank God I didn't grab her throat one day. Trying to. Helping people. The most ungrateful people are captives that have been set free. They forget so quick. That's why they go to those people who will take money from them and fleece them. Dry. Before giving them a simple solution. And they prefer that. They prefer that. They prefer prophets that on their birthday will insist on a brand new car paid for cash. And the church will have to run helter-skelter and produce it. Or else many of them will begin to fall sick and have problems. Yeah, he will program it. By the time three people who are leaders in finances lose their jobs, money will come out. They say, Pastor, they will charge up all on their credit card. Oh yeah, but the ones that tell you the truth who is he to talk to me? You, those wicked prophets, you better don't open up your mouth when they speak. Mm-hmm. I know you won't talk to me because some of them pretend, some of you pretend like you never met them. One day now, I said to her, today we're going to cast these devils out of you. This is the most memorable part of it. It's a testimony to God's faithfulness. Suddenly she said there is an old that there was an old woman who jumped out of her. An old woman. And that the old woman was begging her not to get rid of her. And this girl jumped up and began to pursue this old woman. For real, in the physical. And she ran and she kicked and she punched and she's running and she opened the church door and she's running across the parking lot and the pastor is running after her and I don't see what she's running after and she's pursuing the old woman that she can see, I can see and there is a car coming and we're pursuing and pursuing her. She's pursuing this old woman and I can't see this old woman but she can see her and she's pursuing and she's mad and I'm saying, come here, come here, come here, come here. Deliverance is not complete. Come back in Jesus' name. Go 
She said, Daddy, leave me. Daddy, leave me. Fool. Idiot. Idiot. God punish you. And I said, Daughter, daughter, can you see them? He said, Stupid old woman. God punish you. I said, Leave me. I don't want. I said, What? What? I said, There's a car. He said, Daddy, I don't see any car. I said, there's, 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 where, The devil, which one do you want to kill you, the devil or the car? After that day, that girl's destiny. Blew through the roof. Praise the Lord. Many of you struggling. This week is your week of turnaround. Whatever power Whatever force that has refused your life from advancing this week, they shall be silenced. Amen. That power of your father's house, your mother's house, that doesn't let people go beyond a certain height. In fact, as the Lord leave it, for my birthday today, I command them to leave you forever. In the name of Jesus. I can't hear your amen. I can't hear your amen. I said I can't hear your amen. Every power that will not let you go. Every power that will not let you advance. Look at me people of God. You are called to better things. You are created for beautiful things. You are created for a comfortable life. A happy life. A successful life. A peaceful life. A life of glory, a life of shining, a life of distinction, a life of excellence, a life of success, a life of favor. Every power standing in the way, every power hindering the glory of God from shining in your life. They are silenced forever today in Jesus' name. I can go on and on. I've ministered to Latino women. I've ministered to Latino men. Same thing. I've ministered to Caucasians. Same thing. I've ministered to big men. Same thing. I've ministered to poor people. Same thing. Once you go after the strong man, your destiny explodes. I pray that none of you will ever suffer in the hand of any strong man all strong women from now on in the name of Jesus. That ugly pattern in your father's house, in your mother's house, that won't let people shine, that won't let people excel, that won't let people's successes endure, that is causing miscarriage of destiny and fortune. As the Lord God liveth, if only your amen can be loud now. It is silence forever. In the name of Jesus. So it is. And so it is. And so it is. In Jesus name. When you get back this week. Even those who rose up against you. 
will come bending and bowing to you. I didn't hear your amen. I may not be talking to you, but I know I'm talking to somebody. And I'm speaking into your life. And I'm speaking into your destiny. And I'm speaking into your life. And I'm speaking into your destiny. And I'm speaking into your finances. And I'm speaking into your life. Get ready. You have suffered long enough. Now is your time to shine. Oh, I can hear your amen. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and give him praise. I'm done. That's it. We're done. Give him glory and praise and honor. Bless him. He deserves all the praises. You deserve the glory. Worship him. And the honor. If anybody is not born again, this is your chance to get right with Jesus. Listen, listen, listen to me. Do not mind those people who have left you. God removed them so that he can bless you. If he blesses you with all that trash, the glory shall not be seen. You are too good to continue suffering. And then you watch them excel and then you're just struggling. Do you know that for your sake, God will bless your father's house? Huh? Because of you, your mother will live very long. Because of you, your father will live very long. The assignment over your destiny is hereby nullified. I don't want to be like my mother and my father. I want to be like Jesus. Does anybody want to be like Jesus? Would you want your children to be like Jesus? Lift your hands and give him praise. Thank you, Father. We give you praise.